Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Poetry Superhighway Live. It's the May 2019 edition of our show. And I'm delighted to be here with you. My name is Rick Looper. I'm the proprietor of the Poetry Superhighway and your host for the next hour of poetry. Uh, open mic. Hopefully, I invite you to call in. The number is 646-716-7362. Of course, you can use the direct connect button if you're listening on the blog talk radio page as well call in read a poem let us know what's going on in your poetry world tell us about your latest book your website your poetry reading series anything you've got going on uh this is uh this is your chance um we do this every month and we'd love to love to hear about you your poetry and your whole poetry thing um again the number is 646-716-7362 um, it's a rainy day here in Southern California, uh, which is atypical for this time of year. And I read an article recently that says we're going to get something like two months of rain because of uh, atmospheric rivers, which honestly, I'm not very excited about. I don't mind rivers. I don't mind the atmosphere. I just, I don't want atmospheric rivers at this point. I'd really much prefer the sun, uh, the heat, uh, going outside and, and feeling the warmth up against my face and body. Um, it seems like we're not in for that this summer. It seems like it's just going to be atmospheric rivers for a couple of months. So we'll see what happens. Uh, but that's that's kind of the funk I'm in right now. Uh, but there's some poetry things going on that I'd love to tell you about as we're waiting for our callers to call in again. Number 646-716-7362. Uh, we're going to take your calls, put your poems on the air, and in a little bit we're going to hear a spoken word track from Richard Leach as part of our monthly spoken word track segment. More on that later. Uh, So um, you may have seen in the Poetry Superhighway newsletter that we are actively soliciting poems, uh, not poems, prizes for our 21st annual poetry contest, which uh, will start uh, this summer. Um, I I believe it's going to start in early July. I'm still working on the calendar. Uh, but uh, just to be clear, this isn't a call for entries. This is just letting you know that it's coming up. But what we're uh, looking for now is sponsors for our contest. Uh, you may uh, you may be aware of what we do for our contest. You may not, but I'll tell you. Anyway, um, every single year we've been able to give a prize to every single person who's entered our contest just for entering, thanks to the generosity of many, many sponsors. So if you enter the contest, of course, what's going to happen is your poems are going to get scored by our judges, um, and then at the end of the contest, someone's going to win, and the winners, uh, the top three scoring poets, who are the winners, uh, will divide up all the entry fees that are taken in. Uh, so they're going to win a, a nice a nice, a nice cash prize, as well as uh, getting published on Poetry Superhighway as the winners, and of course, the uh, bragging rights of saying that they won the contest. But in addition to that, um, every single prize, every single contest entrant will be receiving a prize just for entering. And uh, we've been able to do this every single year that we've had the contest. This is 21. It could be the 22nd year, actually, now that I think about it. I keep losing track of the number of years these things have been going on. So it's either the 21st or the 22nd. We'll find out and let you know. Uh, but uh, many people have been sponsors of this contest uh, in the past, and um, that has... Uh, led to, um, and what they've done is they've pledged to send prizes out to our contest entrants. So if you enter, even if you don't win, uh, you're going to get a poetry book in the mail, or you're going to get um, a subscription to a magazine, or you're going to get 
a service which would be of specific interest to you as a poet and writer. There's people who donated things like uh, like hours of uh, poetry editing or, or design of chapbooks and or, or that kind of thing. Um, so right now we're actively looking for sponsors for the contest. So what does that mean? That means that uh, you'll go to our website, poetrysuperhighway.com. You'll click on the Sponsor the Contest banner. Um, if you don't see it right there at the top, it's under the Special Projects menu. And uh, you will you fill out the form there. All the info is there. You're going to agree, basically, to, to the terms there. And so however many prizes you donate, whether it's one prizes, five prizes, 20 prizes, you have to agree to uh, that, that you're going to be the person to mail those prizes directly to the contest entrance that we, uh, that we will um, uh, send to you um, after the contest is over. Um, you have to agree, excuse me, to do that within uh, two weeks of being notified, which would be roughly in, the, in October or so after the contest is over. Um, and I think that's it. There's a couple other things. But all the guidelines are there online. And in exchange for that, you'll get uh, promotional mention in the uh, Poetry Superhighway newsletter. When the contest starts, you'll be listed as a sponsor in the newsletter as well as uh, on the contest page for the duration of the contest. And you'll get a free poetry classified ad, which will, uh, which will appear in our weekly newsletter for the duration of the contest, which is roughly a three-month uh, period of time. And our newsletter goes out to thousands of poets every every single week. So um, it's, a, it's a really great place to advertise, even if you're not a uh, contest sponsor. Um, a lot of people pay attention to it. And I've heard from many people who've advertised that uh, they get a lot of hits, in particular if you're advertising a contest or a service or a magazine submit and that kind of thing. So um, it's a pretty good deal. All you have to do, you can, you can sign up as a sponsor just for donating one thing, or you could donate dozens of things. Um, it's up to you. Um, it goes directly to our contest entrance. Um, it's a not-for-profit contest. We're not taking a cut of the entry fees that'll come in. So you're supporting a good cause, and you're helping to support the mission of Poetry Superhighway, which, of course, is to expose as many people to as many other people's poems as possible. Um, what else can I tell you? Um, well, you may have also noticed, uh, if you're on the Poetry Superhighway uh, newsletter, that um, I, Rick Looper, your friendly neighborhood host, uh, put out a book of poetry um, within the last uh, couple of weeks since we last had Poetry Superhighway Live. My 23rd printed collection of poetry is called Hunka Hunka Howdy, um, and it's the latest in my collection of travel poems. Um, every single year, um, I'm lucky enough to be able to go on a vacation with my wife, and we've gone to all kinds of great places um, um, in America and a few other countries as well, and I write a whole book of poetry there um, just about the experience of being there, and it's uh, collected every year and it's published. Um, so the one that uh, just came out, Hunka Hunka Howdy, was written last summer, summer of 2018, when we were visiting the cities of Memphis, Tennessee, Nashville, Tennessee, and Louisville, Kentucky. A lot of references to things that you can see in those places, uh, the birth of rock and roll, Elvis, Graceland, um, <clears throat> Martin Luther King's final uh, um, uh, steps were taken in Memphis, Tennessee, and we got to visit the National Civil Rights Museum there. So that's, um, uh, that's covered in the first part of the book. We headed off to Nashville, Tennessee, and um, <clears throat> there, um, of course, that's the home of country music, and it's really just a a second musical city. We kind of went from the birthplace of rock and roll to um, to the birthplace of country music, or at least the, the the capital of country music, and then many other music. And we spent a lot of time doing cool things there, and eating great food, and and seeing sites and museums and things related to that. And then we drove off to uh, Louisville, Kentucky, um, where um, where the main attraction, as far as I'm concerned, was the bourbon. We bourbon all over the place on the way to Kentucky, uh, got bourbon passports uh, stamped in different locations, uh, met friends there, and they had a, oh, a cool site that we went to was the Louisville Slugger Factory, which um, where they make uh, baseball bats, um, the famous Louisville Slugger baseball bat. All of this, ladies and gentlemen, is documented in uh, my new book called Hunka Hunka Howdy, which is available 
right now, um, you can check out a few sample poems from it on my website at poetrysuperhighway.com. Um, you can pick up a copy for yourself on Amazon, um, and, uh, and it's, it exists. And this Thursday, this is kind of a cool thing, special event. I'm doing a, uh, an online publication party on Facebook, on Facebook Live. It's going to be this Thursday at 4 o'clock p.m. Pacific Time. That's 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, I guess that's uh, 6 p.m. Central Time and uh, 5 p.m. Mountain Time. Uh, if you live in a different country, then, gosh, I don't know where uh, what the time is, uh, but you'll have to figure that out. 4 p.m. this Thursday Pacific Time, I'll be reading poems from the book live on Facebook. It's a video broadcast. You just go to my Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash rickpoet, and you'll see, you can see the live video there. Um, and I've got some special guests coming on the show from Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, the singer-songwriter Abby Strauss, uh, who is a friend of mine, will be um, uh, coming on with me and singing a song. She is an extraordinary singer-songwriter and has an amazing voice, and we love to love to hear her. Um, it was kind of an introduction to my poems about uh, Memphis. Um, before I read poems from Nashville, my friend Ellie Flyer, who uh, lives in Nashville, will uh, be sharing a, a song that she wrote um, that um, uh, it's from a new album that she put out, and um, it's uh, it's it's uh, she's also a wonderful singer-songwriter, and um, you uh, will enjoy her. Um, and then um, before I read poems from Kentucky, um, my friend um, uh, Cecilia Wallach, who's a, a poet who I, I know really from Southern California, but who's based, as far as I can tell, all over the world. Um, will be uh, reading a poem inspired by her experiences in Kentucky. She um, She's from Kentucky. She spent some time there, and uh, she'll be reading a poem to help uh, launch the Kentucky section of my book. Um, and um, so you should uh, tune in for all of that. So it'll be me reading poems from the book um, as well as um, uh, other, other folks um, joining me to help celebrate the um, the uh, the whole thing, and to kind of launch today's show, um, I'm going to read a poem for it. I, I, re- I never read a poem poems in the open reading here on Poetry Super Live Highway Live because I like to uh, give the time uh, default to uh, uh, callers. But um, because I've got this new book out, I thought, what what the heck? I'll I'll throw something into the open reading. So this poem is called "The Mississippi Delta is Shining Like a National Guitar." I've never woken up in Memphis before, and already there's a hangover of sorts. I'm going to need the day to flush out Los Angeles. First on the docket is buying a postcard with a picture of ducks on it. Second, breakfast at a place that chases the sun. The amount of humidity is fist-fighting with the available oxygen, and we're putting on all the loose clothing. We're detaching our hair from our heads. We've got biscuits in our future. Addie just wants to rock and roll all night, which is a hell of a thing to see this early in the morning. We are going to Graceland. There you go. That's a poem I I wrote uh, on the the first morning that I woke up in Memphis, Tennessee, when we were uh, getting ready to head to Graceland. I think I wrote that while I was still in bed, before I'd taken a shower, before breakfast. Uh, and then we headed off to Graceland. So that's a, that's an early poem in my brand new book, Hunka Hunka Howdy. So uh, check it out. Um, all right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, the number for uh, you to call in is um, area code 646-716-7362. Give us a call. Read a poem. Slippery Slope, a poem by Angel Ellis from the anthology, Women Write Resistance. I didn't stop that day. No time, too fast, no place to turn around. But the next day, on that ordinary stretch, something pulled me over. I climbed the slope to see it again. The girl who looked 11, but may have been older, fighting his grip, the thin, furious man, 
the long arm striking her face. She was still standing after my rearview mirror told me. No footprints in the slick grass, no blood, just one glint like a broken bottle. A child's glasses with thick lenses, intact, reflecting that day upside down. love the trees in my new land. The naked trunks of the eucalypti. The Himalayan cedar revered as divine by Hindus. Its lilting branches pose like a dancer's outstretched arms. Uprooted, but transplanted, hoping my dangling roots will dig in and revive my wilting limbs and leaves. I am an old red pine trying to feel not uprooted, but transplanted. That was the poem Trees in My New Land by Daniel Thomas, a spoken word track, uh, which immediately followed the poem Slippery Slope by Angel Ellis, a couple of spoken word tracks that were submitted to us recently here at Poetry Superhighway Live. We've got some more of those um, on deck for you momentarily. Um, if you'd like to call in and read a poem in our open reading, the number is 646-716-7362. This next track is the poem, The Forest is a Cave. I'm sorry, The Highway is a Breeze, The Forest is a Cave by uh, Southern California poet Jerry Garcia. Forward light dims to cyan opacity. Cypress and ferns act as road markers. Faded medians blotch the interstate. In the rearview mirror, sunset highlights ochre patterns, light poles, branches, and looming headlamps. As if to accentuate the plotting temple of my escape, a primer gray pickup flashes high beams and scoots into the oncoming lane. The Studebaker Transtar vanishes around a darkened forest curve, leaving swoosh of charcoal dust to unravel like braids of hair. Signage reveals no services for 62 miles. Fuel needle points north. I check my backpack for sustenance. Dense pines are canyon walls, black and creepy. My highlights sway the path of scattered bark. The road's imbalance guides me like my last waltz. Ball tires sway high to the left, low to the right. 
Radio signal loses to static. Engine torques against my grade. Wheels thump unseen hurdles on the straightaway. Potholes break rhythm like varied thoughts of gloom. Darkness. My vehicle motions through its own misty beam. Cabin dims. Orange dashboard digits glow. Shadows black on drab. Deeper into my forest, I start to understand solitude. Black bushes against windows, green-eyed memories reflect. I absorb into the vinyl glass travel vortex. Raven-haired dreams persist. I look for a focal point, trying to make out any horizon through shallow fields of vision in the foggy glow of unkempt asphalt. My pedal pressure continues steady on the floorboard. Belfast, Maine, reading my poem, A Snowball That Picks, which is published in the winter 2019 edition of Cafe Review out of Portland, Maine. A snowball that picks up everything in its path picks up the affair you thought you got away with, the umbrella on the bus, the wrapper you dropped behind your back on the trail. A snowball that picks up everything in its path picks up the beer can by the side of the road, the cousin's birthday you pretend to forget, a tip left on another table back when you were broke. A snowball that picks up everything in its path picks up the insult muttered after you thought you hung up, the child forgotten at school, the takeout pizza you eat all by yourself. The snowball that picks up everything in its path picks up the tempo, the pieces, the paper, the pose, the past, the peril, the pressure, potential, the placement, the Rita at the grocers on the way home. Now notice all the broken glass 
you must arrange to be happy. So what if you're enamored of a life that doesn't work? You can mouth the truths over, over and over, over until, until they become cliché. All is truth, beauty, and hurts like hell. All right, well, we just heard um, a few spoken word tracks, starting with uh, The Highway is a Breeze, The Forest is a Cave, which is a poem uh, from Jerry Garcia. He's a Southern California poet who um, has uh, has been a frequent contributor to Poetry for Highway Live. We played a number of spoken word tracks from him in the past. Uh, that uh, was followed by a Snowball That Picks, from Ellen Sander, who uh, comes to us from Belfast, Maine. She runs um, the Woodshed uh, Poetry Show there. Uh, it's another poetry radio show and is actively looking for spoken word tracks, very similar to what uh, you're hearing today on Poetry Superhighway Live. Uh, so look up the Belfast, Maine uh, Woodshed Poetry Hour, or it might be the Poetry Woodshed Hour. It's one of the two, uh, and find out how you can send her tracks. Uh, that was followed by me reading a poem live from my new book, Hunka Hunka Howdy. That poem is called On the First Plane, uh, written a few uh, short takes, uh, written while the poem, while the plane was uh, heading between Los Angeles and Dallas uh, before we got to Memphis, Tennessee, our first stop on our trip. And uh, we just heard the poem uh, from Paul Brucker, uh, which was called Keen, fitful gusts. Um, these are all spoken word tracks that I've played before here on Poetry Superhighway Live. Um, the number for you to call in if you would like to read a poem is 646-716-7362. Our uh, new spoken word track for this week, we try to play a new spoken word track um, every single month at the half hour mark. We've got a bunch of uh, bunch of really great tracks that we've received from a lot of people um, all over the place, and we play a new one, one new one at least, uh, every single month. Um, many of the ones that you've heard already today are ones that have been played in previous episodes of Poetry Superhighway Live, um, and then of course you're invited to submit your uh, spoken word tracks. More on that after I play the new one from this one this month. This is called Seven Jungles of Bells by Richard Leach, who comes first from Stamford, Connecticut. Seven Jungles of Bells. In the first jungle, the bells are made of silences. The bells of this jungle have much to tell and keep it to themselves. In the second jungle, the bells are entangled photons. When we listen to one and hear ding, we know that another one a trillion miles away sounded dong at the very same moment. In the third jungle, the bells are made of gold. When the sun is shining, we marvel at the brightness overhead and hear the tuneless clink of soft metal. In the fourth jungle, the bells are whales who have learned to sing in the air as they swing back and forth with joy. In the fifth jungle, the bells are made of sleep. They ring with dream and rest and nightmare. We smile to hear rest above the din of nightmare and dream. In the sixth jungle, the bells are stars. Red giants, white suns, supernovas, neutron stars, and black holes. They ring out electromagnetic pulses and ripples in space-time. 
In the seventh jungle, the bells are made of the silences within silence. The bells of this jungle have told all and have nothing more to say. That was Richard Leach from Stamford, Connecticut, sharing with us his uh, the spoken word track version of his poem, Seven Jungles of Bells, uh, a debut here on Poetry Superhighway, live. Uh, I'll tell you a little bit about uh, uh, Richard Leach. He's a poet and visual artist from Stanford, Connecticut. He was a pastor for 21 years, and his sacred poetry, words for hymns and anthems, have been set to music by many composers. It's widely published and sung. He posts secular poetry online at deviantart.com slash Richard Leach. That's uh, L-E-A-C-H. And collects it in uh, in books that you can find at uh, lulu.com slash rleach, R-L-E-A-C-H. His poems have appeared online uh, and in print in such publications as Rattle and online at Tuck Magazines, um, Better Than Starbucks, and Mobius, a few uh, uh, funly named online magazines. Um, Richard uh, was, uh, was backed up by the music under that track, Seven Jungles of Bells, which was created by Mark Wade. Mark Wade uh, lives in El Cajon, California, which is in San Diego County, and he works as a construction estimator during the day. His artistic endeavors include music, video creation, photography, traditional painting, and free verse writing. You can find him online at deviantart.com slash Mark us43 vimeo.com slash uh, blue mar blamark I should spell that for you b-l-u-e-m-a-r b-l-e-m-a-r-k and soundcloud.com slash marcus43 m-a-r-k-u-s 43 it was a cool collaboration and I especially love that it was a wonderful poem uh, to begin with, but uh, uh, it, you know, it, it's. I'm just kind of wondering how how the collaboration came about, seeing as how um, the two artists live in different parts of the country. Do they know each other? Do they just dis- discover each other um, because they're both on deviant art? Uh, but uh, one uh, piece of art spoke to the other, um, and Mark Wade created music for Richard Leach's poem, and that's what we just heard: Seven Jungles, Seven Bells. So thank you very much, Richard, for sending that piece in. Um, really enjoyed it. Um, if you would like to send us a spoken word track, please do. Um, here's what we're looking for. Um, we're looking for you, um, the words to your poem, performed with some kind of additional element. Um, not just a straight recording of your poem. Uh, the open reading portion of our show is open for you to call in and do a straight reading of your poem. Uh, so um, I wouldn't accept anything that's just a straight reading of the poem. I need extra elements of, of it. What we've heard so far uh, with the different spoken word tracks that we've played um, are uh, music added to the poems, sound effects, sometimes just rhythm. Um, there is uh, another poem we've played recently where traffic sounds became uh, just sort of some background traffic sounds were added added to the poem to kind of add to the ambiance of it. And then the other thing that we'll accept uh, or consider for playing on the air, I should say, are uh, poems of you reading um, in front of a live audience. So uh, in in which case the uh, sounds of the audience uh, create that extra element that makes it a spoken word track beyond, um, beyond just a straight reading of the poem. So if you've got something like that um, recorded or you want to make something like that, um, could be a fun exercise for you, uh, send me an MP3 file. Please, if you could export it as an MP3, I'd really appreciate it, um, to rick at poetrysuperhighway.com. You're more than welcome to submit more than one track, and um, I'll uh, take a listen, and it's quite possible you will hear your spoken word track during the spoken word segment of Poetry Superhighway Live. 
finish with this one. Um, and this also, uh, title comes from Job, and a lot of the lines in it also come from Job, but I've tried to put them in a different context. And this is called Blackish by Reason of the Ice. I was in the basement. I was in the basement with Sarah, who was reading Job to the baby. I was standing in the basement, thinking about Uncle Kermit's terrible black tie, 100% polyester, which he wore to the funeral last Tuesday. I was in the basement with Sarah, whose eyes were eyes of flesh, whose eyes were like the eyelids of mourning, who had made a covenant with mine eyes, and I said to her, Sarah, do you taketh it with your eyes? And she said, what? And I said, do you taketh it with your eyes? And she said, stop being stupid. Can you hold the baby? And I said, I had not been as infants, which never saw light. And she said, sharpening her eyes upon me, take the fucking baby. And I took the baby. And I rocked the baby. And the baby rocked me. And as I comforted my son, and as my son comforted me, I remembered they called Edward Dahlberg the Job of American letters because he suffered in this art. Many there are who work hard and suffer and neglect. All Job's. Sarah, I called. Do you take it with your eyes? But she was lost, lost in the text and heard me not. And then, for just a moment, I too felt lost, like a child, like someone who meets with darkness in the daytime and gropes in the midday as in the night. Of course, I knew we cannot order our speech by reason of darkness alone, any more than Uncle Kermit could have worn a different tie to the wake. For life is a wind, and death is astonishment. Sarah, I implore, take the baby, for he hath made me weary. And Sarah took the baby with her eyes. Thank you. See what I mean? There's a spoken word track that was recorded in front of a live audience. No sound effects added, uh, but the ambiance of the room, and you could hear people reacting um, a little bit to some of the things that uh, Bill Yarrow was, uh, was saying um, in the poem. And of course, the applause at the end created just the extra elements which uh, would allow me to kind of wangle that into my defini definition of a spoken word track. So if you've got a live recording, feel free to send that to me. Doesn't have to be something that's mixed with music, uh, etc. Uh, but whatever, you, whatever you got, send it this way to Rick at PoetrySuperHighway.com, and we'll consider it for a uh, future show. Um, we've got a uh, caller on the line. It's uh, blocked number. Hello, blocked number. Hello, Rick. I guess that's me from Birmingham, Alabama. Michael. Hey, Michael. How are you? Hey, I didn't expect to get in. I, mean, I just now called. I, I got real busy, and next time I knew it was, oh, I better call. And I had no idea. I'd end up in the queue. I guess it's not a busy day today. Well, you know, when, when you do call in, you automatically get in the queue. So that's that's how it works. Yeah, I know. But, I mean, I was the first. I mean, I'm glad. I just I didn't anticipate that. Actually, as soon as I probably wouldn't get on today. Well, look, I'm kind of exhausted in a good way but because uh, I've been writing up a storm. But, um I want to remember uh, my mother's uh, celebrating um, my mother, Virginia Ruth, who was born 5 It's not we only live once, twice, or nine lives. We're born once, and we live forever. How can son be ruthless? Mother was given the middle name, Ruth. Her joy continues to rhythm and rhyme with her boy. I continue on as her strong torch song. Ever notice that the first three letters of S-O-N-G are S-O-N? Hmm. I could continue on, or you want to get another caller. That's, I just had some short. That's nice, Michael. You can't, uh, you can't have uh, 
you can't have um, song without sun. Uh, it's an interesting uh, perspective on that piece. What a lovely tribute to your mother. Yeah, those are things that occurred to me in the last five years, and that's all my life I never realized, hey, the first three words, the first three letters of the word song are the word sun, so there is no song without the sun. And yet notice the same thing about the word kind, the first three letters of kind or K-I-N, kin, the first three letters of king, K-I-N. Well, anyway, good speaking with you, May. Yeah, likewise. Mother's, um, mother's, mother's, m- m- May's always been a double feature, as I put it. Uh, it's Mother's Day, then about a week later on the 18th, around there is my mother's birthday. That's great. Is your is your mother uh, still with us? She would have been 90 years old yesterday, chronologically. Is she still with us? I am with you always. Of course. We're created by the Lord. Once the Lord, we're in, we're we're an inspiration of the Lord, and what's inspired by the Lord never expires. We just don't stay here. We don't want to stay here forever. This isn't heaven. This is earth. This only way that we can get on is to, when the Lord calls us. And I call it. I discovered the term miracle lift about five years ago. Hospice beds, launching pads for the miracle lift. Okay, you probably got some other callers. Good speaking with you. When's the June program? Uh, June 23rd. June 23rd. That's close to the 4th. Okay, then. Good speaking with you today. And when we speak, it'll be summertime, summer solstice. Maybe I have a summer solstice point. Um, I look forward to it, Michael. Thank you so much for calling in. Sure. Talk to you later. Bye. That was uh, Michael uh, Verger calling from uh, Birmingham, Alabama, uh, a regular here on Poetry Super Highway Live. Uh, sharing a lovely poem for his mom, whose uh, birthday is today, would have been would have been 90 years old. And uh, as he kind of indicated at the beginning of the poem, we're born once, but we live forever. And, and certainly, um, it's the tradition in many philosophies that as long as you are remembered, you are still here. So that's uh, a beautiful way to keep um, not just the memory of, of a mother alive, but to, in a way to, to keep her still still with you. So uh, well done. Interesting thoughts on. On language and words there. I've never really uh, noticed the word son at the beginning of song or kin in the, the beginning of kind, and I, I don't know if those are the official roots of those words or not, uh, but um, but it'd be interesting to find out and to kind of uh, check in and see um, what, uh, uh, you know, if, if those connections uh, exist not uh, merely by uh, coincidence. So there you go. Uh, thank you, Michael, for calling in and uh, and reading uh, reading a poem for us. Um, the um, yeah, the next show is going to be June 23rd, uh, which is just it's a it's about five weeks away as opposed to a typical four weeks away. And the reason for that is uh, June 18th, the week before, is Father's Day. Speaking of uh, Mother's Day this month, and I figure I should keep myself available on Father's Day for whatever may come being a father myself, um, just to not have to worry about having to rush back and do a show. So I'm pushing the uh, the uh, June reading to the following week just for the sake of uh, being able to allow my son to celebrate me all day on that day. Uh, so looking forward to that. And, of course, as Michael mentioned, shortly thereafter uh, will be July 4th, um, we, I'm not sure exactly sure when the July show will be. Probably the July show actually is going to be towards the end of July. We will ha- be in the middle of our uh, summer poetry contest by then. And typically our July show is not an open reading, but it is um, our chance to have a conversation with our contest judges. And so this is after the contest has been going for a little while. And we um, put our contest judges on the air and we ask them what they're looking for when they uh, are reading your poems. Um, so it's really a great opportunity if you're considering entering the contest to, um, to listen to the people who will actually be reading the poems that you are entering. See what they're looking for. By then they'll have seen some of the entries already. And it's just a great resource for you to, uh, to consider when putting together your entry and 
and uh, they might give you a tip and say, oh, well, make sure you don't do this or forget to do this. And it might be something you typically forgot to do or, or don't, uh, don't typically think about. But uh, either way, um, uh, that's what we're going to do in, in July. So that's it. All right. Coming up is um, a, uh, another spoken word track, this time from Stephen Mead. I can tell you this, I met the king today, 
I know what he did and where he slept. I know where he bought his clothes, and in a sense, I met the man who clothed him. I saw his cars and jumpsuits and would have touched every one if it weren't for the science. His peanut butter and racquetballs, his ceramic monkeys and airplanes, almost every one of his possessions. Someone else's life is a heavy weight to carry through the day. Good evening, Memphis, and good night. I'll meet your other king tomorrow. That was a poem written at the end of my first night in Memphis, Tennessee, last summer. I think we have that blocked caller back. Hello, blocked caller. Anybody there? Hello, Rick. How are you doing? I'm good. Hey, how you doing? Alex good, from uh, Canada, yeah? Yeah. Welcome back to the program, uh, Alex. Um, how's everything going? Thank up you, there? Rick. How are you doing? I'm doing great, thanks. Fabulous. Um, got a poem for us? Absolutely. The one that you published last month in uh, the Holocaust, uh, The Scars of a Generation. We were under siege from a wave of intolerance, so searched for safe haven due to our cultural ethnicity, seen by those as a weaker race, protected by no conventions, left to fend for ourselves by ones who put us asunder. The days of war, the trials that ensued, the heartache and tears, lives lost in searing dungeons. A hunted people from an unfounded hatred with the intention of complete annihilation. Instincts unknown until facing this enemy. We as a nationality, a tormented friction. Lines of persecutions, rivers of boiled blood, buried as corpses in holes of forgotten memories. Pockets of resistance, keeping to a silence, unless uncovered due to some betrayal. Hoping beyond hope, this was all a bad nightmare waking to the reality, the impossibility of an enduring invisibility, like pages in a book, crumpled before their time, lessons learned lasting longer than life, the fear of being caught, the finality this inferred, thrown into these concentration camps whose windows were without pains, the scars of a generation, the remnants and residues linger and languishing to this day, Reminders of the history, not to repeat. End poem. Wonderful, Alex. Thank you very much for uh, calling in and reading that. That was, of course, uh, published as part of our annual Yom HaShoah Holocaust Remembrance Day um, issue, which uh, which uh, which went live last month. We always put it up in conjunction with with Holocaust Remembrance Day, and uh, happy to have included you. That was fabulous, Rick. Like usual, you impressed me, and I'm glad that I'm part of your uh, poetry society that reaches out to everyone around the world and brings us all into one close-knit circle, if that's a good metaphor. It is everywhere around the world, even Canada. Even Canada. Even the other day, they finally got it right that a year ago, Trump put those silly tariffs of 10% on aluminum and 25% on steel just to try to create a crisis. And then magically on Friday, he solved it by saying, oh, we're done with that. We don't no longer need that, even though he didn't need it a year ago because Canada's our greatest ally that we've ever had in the whole wide world. Canada's our number one friend because not only on our northern doorstep, but they're always there with us through thick and thin. There you go. Yep. I agree. Uh, next door neighbors, um, um, no need for fences or tariffs, as far as I'm concerned, on any side of the country. Not at all, my friend. Not at all. All right. Well, um, Alex, any, or anything else going on in your part of the world you want to mention uh, in poetry? Well, I, I, with Frontier Poetry, I entered a chapbook competition. I put together 30 poems into a short chapbook, so... Hopefully it does well. 
Well, good luck I, I, uh, to you. Let us know next uh, next time we have a show, and uh, and we'll, we'll we'll find out how you did. Absolutely, Rick. I'll do that. Okay. Well, Alex, thanks as always for calling in, and uh, and uh, stay warm up there. Yeah. No, it's it's spring here, Rick. A lot of rain this weekend, but it's spring. I don't think Southern California has quite caught on to the spring thing yet. It's It's been cold and rainy, and it doesn't look like it's stopping anytime soon. I hear you. All right. Well, you have a good one, and thanks for calling. Take care, Rick. Thanks, as usual, Bye. for letting me on. Take My care. Pleasure. That was, that was uh, Alex from uh, uh, Sault Ste. Marie, Canada, um, uh, just the northern side of the border, Um uh, a regular, a regular here on Poetry Superhighway Live. Always glad to, to have him. Thanks so much for calling in. I think I have one more blocked number. Let's uh, uh, call her. Let's see who this is. Hello, blocked number. Anybody there? And they're gone. Okay. Um, well, that's probably about all the time we have here on Poetry Superhighway Live. I want to thank uh, Alex and uh, Michael. From, for being our live callers today, Alex from Canada, who just finished, as well as uh, Michael from Birmingham, Alabama. Um, I want to thank all the folks who sent in spoken word tracks, including Angel Ellis, uh, Daniel Thomas, Jerry Garcia, Ellen Sander, um, Paul Brucker, Richard Leach, Bill Yarrow, um, and Stephen Mead. We've got a ton of spoken word tracks, um, so we always, um, <clears throat> it was nice to have the, the room to play a bunch of those during a particular show. Um, our next show, uh, as mentioned uh, earlier, will be on Sunday, June 23rd at 2 o'clock p.m. Pacific time. Uh, uh, you do the time zone math to figure out when that is in your world. It will be an open reading just like today's show. Anyone will be welcome to call in and we'll play uh, at least one spoken word track, if not more. Um, so put that on your calendar and plan on calling in. As mentioned earlier, we're looking for sponsors for our annual summer poetry contest. Um, all you have to do is sign up on our website to um, to to join in. Uh, you can you can be a sponsor with a little, with as little as one single prize. Um, but if you can donate more, that's great. Um, um, all of the prizes uh, that you donate um, go directly to our contest entrance uh, to help satisfy our goal of giving every single person who enters the contest a prize just for entering. Um, we've been able to do that every year. This is the 22nd year of the contest, I think. Um, so that's a pretty good record of having done that. Um, and uh, as well, you can enter the contest, and, and the people who enter the contest, you have the chance of winning. If you win the contest, in addition to getting a prize just for entering, you could win. Uh, and if you're one of the top three scoring poets, you'll you'll win um, a big chunk of money, which comes straight from the entry fees that are taken in. But uh, more importantly, right now, we're looking for sponsors, so um, we'd love to get you in as a sponsor um, fill out the form on the website at poetrysuperhighway.com. Let me know if you have any questions on it. All the details are there. You will get um, a free classified ad in our, um, our weekly newsletter as well as on our website just for entering as well as a permanent listing as, as sponsor of the contest. Uh, poetrysuperhighway.com slash PSH is the place you find out all the info about that. Um, <clears throat> just uh, hope you'll have the chance to join me this Thursday at 4 o'clock p.m., uh, on Facebook Live, it'll be a live video broadcast. You'll see my face. You'll see me live uh, reading poetry from my new book, Hunka Hunka Howdy, all poems written in Memphis, Nashville, and Louisville this last summer. This book just came out a couple weeks ago, and it's already the number one best-selling book in uh, Louisville, Kentucky uh, travel books. So that's pretty good for a poetry collection, I think. So check it out online. Uh, we'll be joined with some friends. We'll be playing some music. Uh, Abby Strauss from Memphis, Tennessee will be singing a song. Um, uh, uh, Ellie Flyer from uh, Nashville, Tennessee will be singing a song. And Cecilia Waller, um, poet extraordinaire who uh, is from Kentucky, um, will be uh, sharing a poem as well um, to help me uh, uh, with some extra elements uh, of uh, songs and poems from the cities that uh, that I got to travel to last summer. Check out my new book, Hunk Hunk Howdy, on Amazon or on my website where you can see more some more poems from it. And join me this Thursday at 4 p.m. for the live publication party on Facebook Live. Uh, again, our next show is Sunday, June 23rd. I hope you join us. Um, get on our email list. If you're not on it already, go to poetrysuperhighway.com slash PSH, and there you will have the chance to uh, 
enter your email. We send out a newsletter every month, so you get all the info about all the stuff that we do, all the info on how to submit poetry to us, etc. is there, um, so check it out. Thanks so much, everyone, for uh, listening, and uh, have a great rest of your day. Bye. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.